Welcome to season four of Exploring the Prophetic. We are on a journey of spiritual curiosity to see how God's voice can impact us and the world around us. I interview guests from every walk of life and background about how their relationship with God and hearing His voice has given them different opportunities and breakthrough experiences. This season, I'm also asking every guest how they got through a time when they thought they had heard from God or they received a prophetic word from someone else that didn't happen and how God helped them to resolve that. Come join our conversation on Exploring the Prophetic, starting now. We have another amazing episode of Exploring the Prophetic, and I want to invite you to sit back and listen wherever you're at. I love you guys and all of our audience. We get so much interaction with you guys. We get emails. You guys are rating and reviewing so well. And it's so cool because it helps the message of growing and hearing God's voice and impacting the world around us and also seeing our own lives transformed through his voice. It's spreading all over the world because of you guys. Thank you so much. Well, today our guest is Lisa Bruton, and Lisa leads women on retreats, spiritual retreats that are boutique retreats, and she has a Rise company, which is amazing. We'll talk about that, but I want to talk to Lisa about her journey, and if you're a man, don't check out because it's a woman talking about women's retreats. It's not about that. It's about a woman who's heard from God and how God chased her down with her calling, and then how she really did something that not a lot of people have done, which is to really pour into a people group, women and help them with their identity and these really beautifully nurturing events. I actually gained a lot from the conversation, learning about her. I just had the conversation with her and now I'm making the intro because I wanted to hear from her and hear where we're gonna go together. And it really impacted my heart, heart and soul and spirit. And I know it's gonna impact yours as well. So stay tuned for Lisa Bruton. My new book is called Encounter, a spiritual perspective that will shape your faith for the coming move of God. And this book is gonna help you to understand the days we're living in right now and have an urgency to meet with Jesus the way that I did through some of these encounters that are gonna form your faith. So you can get this book. So make sure to go to bowlsministries.com and counter a spiritual perspective that will shape your faith for the coming move of God. Thanks for joining us on the show today. I have a guest, Lisa Bruton from Australia, from down under. Here we are. I'm so glad you're on the show today. Thanks, Sean, for having me. It is such a delight. Oh, well, I was reading some of the show notes, and we have a mutual friend, Ed Rush, who, when Ed was on, you actually contacted him, went through some of his coaching, which is so amazing. And then he recommended, you have to have her on. She has incredible God stories. And I was so happy to hear that, because then when I was reading him, I was like, oh, yeah, this is exactly the kinds of things people are curious about. Like when God speaks, your story has, it ticks all of those boxes, which is just so cool. Yeah, I, I'm so excited to share them with you today, Sean. Well, let's kind of go back backwards because you were in university and when your real journey with God in that awakening started, it sounded like it was around that time when God began to lead you by his voice. And it happened, and funny enough, it sounds like at a Sizzler restaurant. <laughs> Tell us that story. It did happen in a Sizzler restaurant. So back, I was 18 at the time and I was, I grew up in a Baptist church. So listening to God's voice and having that relationship wasn't cultivated there. Other things were great, but that, that not so much. And so I was working in Sizzler. I was studying at uni doing Bachelor of Arts, which is what you do when you don't know what you're going to do. And, um, And I was put into smoking section as a waitress and that's really showing my age. But anyway, it was the first time when I arrived and I was told I was going to work in smoking. It was the first time I felt this inner voice say, this is where I want you tonight. And it just calmed me and I said, all right then. And these 
I was waitressing and there was a couple in the smoking section and I was really drawn to them. And so we got chatting and they said to me, Lisa, because I had my name tag, Lisa, what, what do you do? And I said, oh, I'm just studying Bachelor of Arts. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I don't normally talk to strangers like that. Uh, and that, and they kind of had a laugh and I said to them, what, what do you do? And they said, oh, we're missionaries over in Israel. I was like, wow, that's so cool. I'm a Christian as well. And they said, we know that. Wow. And I was like, what do you know? And they said, well, <laughs> we're staying on the other side of town. And we could have gone to so many sizzlers on that side, but God told us to hop on a train and come to this sizzler. And we don't smoke, but God told us to sit in smoking. Wow. And we're here to tell you that it doesn't matter what you're, what you're going to study. God is going to use you in the nations. He's going to take you to the nations. And wow. are you prepared to lay down your life and follow him? And I thought that they were saying, are you prepared to not have a husband or children and to live in a grass hut in the third world country? And I was like, yeah. yes, yes, sure. Sign me up. And, um, because that's just the mindset of what Christians did back then, you know, 20 yeah. years ago. And, but it just woke me up. I'm like, I can't believe that God sees me, that he has wow. a plan for me. And it just, it just changed me. However, a year went on and, you know, sometimes when you're given a prophetic word, you think it should happen straight away. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, nothing had happened. I'd changed I'd changed course. I was now doing occupational therapy. I was studying at uni still, still working at Sizzler. And I was like, God, I don't think you would use someone like me. I had really mm. low self-esteem. I don't think you would really, you really meant it. But if you did mean it, can you send those people back? And oh, I prayed wow. that in the morning and that night I was waitressing and in walks this couple and I oh my gosh. pray. <laughs> And, um, yeah, and my manager at the time, he said, look, Lisa, it's really quiet. Do you want a night off? And I was like, yes. And so I could sit with my friends who just walked in and I sat down with them and my eyes were like saucers. And I said, hi. <laughs> and they said, Lisa, because you're not just hearing his voice and being assured by his voice and listening to him, we have had to come back to tell you and we've come back from like they did, I think, eight hours of driving to come back to tell me that oh night. That God wanted I didn't to... even know if you'd be there or not. They just came out of blind obedience. They just came out of blind wow. obedience to tell me that God was going to use me and use me in the nations. And then they just then they took time to talk to me about how to hear his voice, how to practice it, how to act wow. on it, how to cultivate you know, just his voice. So that really, I'm sitting in this, you know, sizzler, my life changed in that, in that time, in that moment of just being, oh, I can hear his voice. I can wow. lean in and, and he does have a plan for me. And it, yeah. And that began. And it so plays off of what you do now. It's just interesting yes. because this couple who sacrificed time and energy to, to just follow God, just to be on a God story journey of like, where do you want us, God? I love their life of obedience. But you saying you had low self-esteem and you were at this place of asking, and God knew you were asking that question. And he knew how important it was that he allowed that question to come up in your heart when you could answer it. 
Yeah. Cause he had those people already. And so it's, you had a season of time then though, when you were pursuing life where you were unmarried and you didn't have kids yet and you were, you know, you were on the show, what were you doing next? Like what, how did you go into kind of this season? And then, cause it's contrasted to where you're at now. Yeah. So I finished my degree and then I started working as an occupational therapist. I was in a really well-paid job, stable job. And I'd done things like I went to India because God called me there for, for a season, you know, helped set up an orphanage. And so I'd done wow. things that I'd seen that if you just follow God's prompting and, and be obedient, amazing things happen. And you just have to be available and not wow. anything super special, just just saying yes to him. And so I'd, I'd started to go, I'm, I was in my job and I'm like, I'm not satisfied. I know this isn't what God has for me. And through different ways of God leading and confirming, I knew he was calling me to Europe, to Austria, to a Bible college out there just for a couple of months. And so I just quit my job. And on the same day that I quit my job, I had my first date with Maddie. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that was an interesting conversation. You know, I'm. I just quit my job and I'm going to Austria for a couple of months, but he waited for me. And so I ended up in Austria and it was amazing because I was able to walk in the Alps and run along the streams and spend time with God and really just quiet all those voices and expectations and take everything off the plate and just enjoy who he was. Mm. It was there that he said to me, I want you to start women's retreats. And what did that mean to you when they said that? Like, start retreats for women? Yeah, well, it was so out of the box. So, how it came about was we were doing an activity in one of the classes, and it was, you know, just kind of um, goal setting. And as I was writing goals for the years to come, I ended up writing, my hand just kind of took over and wrote women's retreats, connecting with God and women knowing who they are. And wow. when I wrote that, it was, you know, it was almost like, Wah! you know, the singing of heaven over it. And I went, that is what I'm meant to do. Wow. And it, I had to carry that dream for eight years before God said it was time. And in that eight years, I walked through grief, extreme trauma, betrayal, um, stress wow. like you wouldn't believe. And it was in that time where God would call me away and say, come away with me. And it was in that time that I learned the power of going away with God, being in his presence and hearing his voice without anyone else around. And, and that's really what got me through. So by the time God said, I want you to start the retreats, even though I was still wow. in amongst, so we had a court process going on with my sister that had to do with the death of her daughter, so my niece. Mm. And so it was just extreme stress. And I was also a key witness um, against her. So it was wow. just a whole lot of things going on. But in amongst it, God would just call me away and he would speak in such miraculous ways and like miracles. So that's how I began to just. So your life really became the model for like what you were going to help women experience. You had to walk it out first for a season, almost like, like make a tried and true life experience. So you could give away something of substance. It sounds like, I mean, it sounds like you were like really God gave you a journey that was like, Hey, I want you to experience something with me 
that women, when they hear about it, they, they'll really, and I, I'm a, I'm a retreater. Like I, I have seasons where I'm in and out with God all the time, but then there's times where I pull away and I need mm-hmm. to go and be with God. Like, and I've, I've had that for now since I was 19 and I'm a lot older than 19 now. So I know, I know what that's like. And Shree and I do a retreat together too every year. And, and we spend time and like really pursue God and check in and, it's really interesting. So I'm a full believer in what you're talking about, but I've never heard anyone say, this is my ministry. This is my thing. So I was so excited when I read that and hearing about that it came out of a place where you went through those eight years. It, it makes so much sense for how mm-hmm. God planted you. I want to go backwards and then we'll come back here because I want to yeah. go backwards into some of the story. You were um, not married for a while and then all of a sudden God spoke to you. And I think this is key because a lot of our listeners, they wonder, does God speak about marriage, about kids, about family? And it's one of the main things he speaks about, but so many people mishear or so many people hear out of their own desire, their own expectations. So I love having true stories on because when people hear them, it helps them set the expectation for how God could do it. Tell us what happened with Matt. Yeah. So like I said, I actually thought God was telling me that I wouldn't get married and I wouldn't have kids. And so, I I mean, I still dated, but I honestly believe that I didn't have a husband. And So I remember dating this one guy and I, um, and I always pray, God, is this, is this for me or not? And I had this dream and in the dream, I, I was in a wedding dress walking down in this, in this church and the guy turned around and he was so handsome. And I was like, well, that's not the guy I'm dating and broke up with him. But so I had this little, like, maybe God does have someone for me, but I still didn't really believe it. And then this lady at church, and she was really well known for her prophetic gift. She comes up to me and she says, God said that he didn't tell you you wouldn't get married. You are going to get married um, and you will have children and it will be be filled with love. And so that kind of awoke something in my heart again and that hope and going, okay, God, you do have someone for me. And, um, and I remember being in India and I'm, and I'm walking in India and God just said, um, this time next year, you will meet your husband. And so I was at, I was at a a netball game and my hut, my now husband, he had been invited to come and play. And as soon as he walked in, I turned around and looked at him and I was like, (gasps) I know him and I know he's good and I think he's it. And God just said, he's going to chase you. And so I did nothing and he did. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's just, God is so sweet how he, he is. brings people together and speaks and encourages you. And I love that you did nothing. That's yeah. just so cool that you rested in it. And that's it was, rare because I feel like we want to do something. A lot of times we're going to almost sabotage what God wants to do because that's why why he doesn't talk to most people about it. Cause they would ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> I would have ruined it. He didn't talk to me. He talked to Shree, but not me. That's so funny. Oh, that's right. And so going forward in, um, in this, cause now you guys have two beautiful children together. Yeah. And, and when you told your husband, like, I feel like we're supposed to start women's retreats. What did he say? What was, what was in his heart about that? Oh, he's beautiful, Sean. He just said, absolutely go for it. And whenever I come up with a wild God idea, he's like, do it. Uh, Yeah, he was all for it. And he, you know, I was still working as an OT. And when God actually told us to start the women's retreat, it was in amongst, you know, the court process. So there's still a lot of trauma um, and heartbreak. Coco was five months old. So, um, 
And we'd just finished building a house by the skin of our teeth. So it was like, it looked totally opposite. Yeah. Yeah. To, to perfect timing, but we started it and with wobbly knees and making mistakes, but God's presence had, was on it the whole time. And he's just led me um, through it. So we've, we've done, we've run about 30 retreats now. Wow. Yeah. That's an astronomical number for that amount of time. Wow. <laughs> so, I, I mean, you guys, you guys have, I'm sure learned a lot and I'm sure they're just so incredible. Tell us what a retreat looks like or what some of them look like. Well, sometimes, I mean, I've run one in a castle in the Loire Valley in France and some in Morocco in a Riyadh. And I've also rented out islands in the Philippines or in Australia. Uh, but really what I've learned is God told me very early to get out of the way. And so not to overload it with information, but actually provide a very safe environment for them to be able to hear his voice. And so I just gently lead them in group sessions, but only once a day. And then I meet with them one-on-one, but it is really about that safe place, that sanctuary. And that's where the things arise and also fun. It's so important to have fun. Like these women need to remember that God's created them in a fun way and that he wants to have fun with them too. So we, you know, we've gone on camels in the, in the desert and on sailing boats and things like that as well. So always make sure there's an element of fun in that too. And that's incredible. So who are your, who's your core audience or your target audience for the women who come? I find it's a lot of mums or, Mm -hmm. uh, but it ranges. Like I've had 19 year olds up to 70 odd year olds and every single woman who intentionally comes away with him on these retreats, God just meets with them. And it's not an emotional experience. It's a transformation. I've seen miracles take place and lives dramatically change that then flow over into their family. So I see that as such a God strategy as well, because women set the tone in their family and, and in culture as well. So yeah, that's, it's just been such a delight. I know. I just was thinking about like, it's such an outside of the box model for pouring into somebody. And it's such a more organic way to do a mentoring experience for people. I mean, I've done so many one nights and around the world. I've done conferences, I've done events. And it's, there's a small percentage of people who really go on that discipleship journey. And a lot of people are just kind of because it's something to do spiritually. It's something, you know, it's, it's fun. It's whatever. But what you're talking about, every single person is probably having a life-changing encounter because they're having that one-on-one, that personal time and they're investing into it in a real way to where it's like, it's not just about, the spiritual encounter, it's also getting away, which there's something about going away with God and also going away to beauty and going away for fun. There's something that's really special. So I'm hearing this. I'm like, hmm, I'm, I'm thinking about some some things I want to do based on what you're saying and that this is a successful model over 30 retreats. But what happened during the pandemic? Because a lot of things probably changed. And I know that you went virtual to some degree on some of these things during this time. Tell, tell us about like what, how God led you through that process. Yeah, it was amazing, Sean, because in at the end of 2019, God I, I, God said, come down to the beach with me. And so I went down and as soon as I put my feet on the sand, he said, I want you to set up online retreat packages. And I was like, whoa, 
why? And, um, and he gave me a heart for it so that women all around the world could have this package that would just gently guide them. And so I put it together and, you know, created this package and it's got videos, um, and all sorts of things, but it's beautiful. And, you know, and I released it for Christmas, 2019 and a few people bought it and I went, Oh, that's a lot of effort for very few. (laughs) (laughs) But then the pandemic hit and I had to cancel two Italian retreats, a Mexico retreat, and I didn't get anything back, but I gave everyone refunds. And and then I had this online retreat package in my hand and they just sold. And it was what floated me through. There's no way Arise would have been able to survive if I hadn't had these retreat packages ready to go. And those are still available now. Yeah, they're still available. And they and I have reports back going, I can't believe that that God's presence comes through the screen, that he's in because we also will um send boxes with you know prophetic words and beautiful things to guide them through their time away. Yeah. Or if someone's international, then they can just do all the virtual things. But yeah, I have amazing reports from that as well, how God spoke to them and touched them. Yeah. And that was his promise to me was you know, set up this online retreat package, I will be present. And he's, that's his promise for every retreat that his presence will be there and he will meet with every woman. So I just stand on that confidently now. And how do people get a hold of those retreats or how, how do people get to arise? They're all, so they can come, um, the website, which is arisesanctuary.com.au. And that's got all our upcoming retreats, but also you can purchase the online retreat package. And we also do live online retreats, which I love. And we have women from America and England join in for them as well. So that's, that's a whole lot of fun. And you can follow me on Instagram too. Oh, good. What is your Instagram handle? Arise Sanctuary. Okay. Arise Sanctuary. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to encourage everyone who's listening. I love, there's a couple of ways you can receive Lisa's story. And one is, to me, you're called to start outside of the box type of ministries or organizations or businesses. And just like she did, and listen to God and then watch how God leads you. Even through times of pandemic, we're at a time where there's probably internationally going to be some level of recession. And we can be somewhat recession proof when we follow God because he leads us in ways we wouldn't have led ourselves. And that's a beautiful story about you and the pandemic. The second thing I, I look at is God birthed this in a time that was the least convenient time uh, for you. It sounds like it's so much was going on in your life. And I love how um, God's timing is not our timing. But if we if we walk with him, even in the midst of painful things or in the midst of hard things, that we see beauty that we wouldn't have seen in those times without him. And so I love that part of your story, Lisa. I think it's so significant. And I think many people are in that place of wanting to learn how to hear from God wanting to get away with God, wanting to hear the plans and the purposes. And the good news is God has them. I have the, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, plans for success, plans for your future. And to have a retreat like this where people are actually going to experience that part of God that we don't always experience in the daily if we're not aware of it. It's just so awesome. So thanks for joining us today. Thanks for giving us your heart and some of your story. And I know a lot of, especially a lot of women are going to be gearing up and then some men are going to say, <laughs> What about your husband starting one for men? Hey, I'll go. (laughs) Thanks so much. Thanks, Sean. Do you want to be mentored in hearing God's voice? It's not hard, but it takes time, examples, practice, and conversations to really get in the place of being able to get revelation and also to know how to interpret and reply what God's showing you. 
I have started an online community through our platform, Transcend God Mentoring, where you receive weekly videos, weekly live group mentoring, monthly special events, and all of our past e-courses on the gifts, marriage, and relevant topics to your spiritual journey. Come join me and all my platform contributors to learn how to walk out a thriving journey of hearing God. Thanks for listening to Exploring the Prophetic, part of the Exploring Series podcast. These podcasts are made possible by generous donations of listeners just like you. Become a partner or visit us at bullsministries.com with your one-time donation today. Also, if you are enjoying the podcast, please become a part of our family by subscribing. Connect to us at www.bullsministries.com where we want to resource you with our articles, books, weekly mentoring, e-courses, and more or download our Bulls app free at our web store. We love to hear your feedback. Drop us a line and also your rating, reviewing and sharing makes such a difference in the world for people learning about us. Thanks for listening.